This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld, how you doing? You know, I'm doing good I feel like we have a lot to talk about today um, we, so if you are just tuning in, we both have now caught up on the new seasons of Below Deck Med and Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. And so we're going to be getting into both of those shows. And I think that will be fun for the listeners because these are two shows that we haven't talked about at all, even on the show. I know. And I am not a, a million dollar listing person normally and Barry you're not a big below deck person so we're kind of like it's like trading trading places yeah and honestly I kind of like this pa- this change of pace that we've been doing for the show like I think it's fun and also exciting and like a spiritual journey you know <laughs> but it's funny journey. because I it's it's funny to explain the shows that you haven't watched before like I can give all the advice I want I'm like all the housewives etc but like when a new show starts you're almost like i have to like mentally prepare for this but it's funny because every show has been new at one point but it's like i'm so used to these that i'm like when below deck came out i was like i can't do this i i I can't watch it (laughs) same thing with southern charm hence i just watched all six seasons of southern charm and last yesterday i i was like i gotta i gotta do it so i texted dylan i started below deck and i'm like what was I thinking not watching this show? I know. I it's still so haven't good. I haven't seen all the seasons of classic Below Deck, but Below Deck Med is one of my favorites. It's uh, it's so it's just like it, so yeah. fresh. It's um, very nice. It's 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 takes you into like a sense of royalty. <laughs> I am I'm fresh off about a food poisoning yesterday feeling <gasps> You had food poisoning. Yeah, I was out sick yesterday. Luckily, Are you it fell okay? On... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. It was one of those things where it's like, it was like my stomach was hurting on Tuesday night. And then like, I basically like was up all night and then just felt, Ugh. I was like just worn out. Weak. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not like, oh, am I really sick? Do I need to see a doctor? But it's like, I, I need a, I need a day. Oh my God. Um, I'm sorry. That's the worst. Stomach viruses are the worst. Well, no, you I'm know, feeling, there's worse feeling, things, but it's bad. <laughs> feeling much better. I had my iced coffee this morning as usual. Um, oh, yeah. Iced coffee is probably the last thing I'd want to drink after. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so funny, though, because I I mean, in this situation, I would much rather have a, like a one night food poisoning than something where I felt like I needed to go, you know, to the doctor, to urgent care, because there's an urgent care like two blocks from me. And because they're being socially distant, there's always a line out the door around the corner. Right. 
because you can't really wait inside. And every time I walk by, I just get such anxiety because I'm like, I don't want to have to go wait in that line at the urgent care. And so that's why it's like, I haven't gotten an antibody test or anything because it's like, I don't want to go. I just want to stay in my, I want to, I would rather just stay in my house and, you know, I feel like I'm reducing my risk, but whatever. I do have it. I do have a dentist appointment this tomorrow. And it's funny because me of all people are very, um, I've been very neurotic during this pandemic and I still am. I I will not leave my house and I've gone out like once last week in my own hometown. So I felt like more comfortable and I was wearing a mask, everything, but like, I need dental work done. I needed it. I needed it done before. And then the pandemic happened. Yeah. I remember like back in the spring or I guess in the winter when we were still at work every day, I remember you were getting recommendations (laughs) for people for a dentist and making phone calls. And I remember it being a point of frustration. So I'm glad you're finally getting it done. Thank you. Um, it hopefully can't wait everyone, and it sucks. Hopefully everyone so, washes their hands a lot. And <laughs> well, the dentist better be wearing eight masks because she's going to literally be over my face, which is how I'm sure not I mean, to, I know they're, they're being very, 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 yeah. very cautious and I'm not even there yet. So like, I will, I will keep you guys posted on Monday, like how it goes. <laughs> I I look forward to hearing about it. I hope you have a great experience as much as can be possible at the dentist. Thanks. It's it's Uh, called a root canal, so it won't be that pleasant. Um, Thanks so much, though. Yeah. See, I'm (laughs) like, I definitely am due for a cleaning, but realistically, I probably won't go for like a few more months. I know. It's, it's so, everyone is like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I love the dentist and that is one of the things that sets me apart from people. Like I love going to the dentist. It's the most bizarre thing in the world, but you know what? We all have that one thing. Anyway, I kind of want to get into the show because like we have a lot to talk about and they're new and it's exciting. So like, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Okay. So below deck med this season, we are on the yacht in Spain, which is Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Mallorca they're at the at the cathedral in Palma it's honestly this show part of the reason it's so fun is just because of the beautiful locations the luxury of it all um but this season obviously we have Captain Sandy and Hannah back and Malia is back as the chief stew or not the chief stew the bosun the first female bosun in below deck franchise history which is so exciting and it's interesting to see because I, so you haven't seen season two, right? When no, Malia was on no. before. So I'm going to go back now for those of you listening. Right. I watched all of season, all of this season this morning. I started at like 7am. I watched all four episodes. So I'm <laughs> caught up and I'm going to go back <laughs> and finish below deck full out. And then I'm going to start med full out and then caught up with everything and everyone, because I have noticed okay. that people have come back. Okay. Yeah. So basically just super quick, Malia was a deckhand on season two and there was tension between Malia and Hannah because they were in a love triangle. They both wanted I saw to that. Adam. Yeah. Um, but so... But did they hook up? I saw like they kissed. No, 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 no. Oh, they Definitely showed... No. I, saw, I watched it. They kissed. I guess they were oh, drunk that, and just like me. That might have been like a night out. But Oh, okay, okay. 
So honestly, Malia and Hannah are fine this season. They're both dating people back at home. So I feel like they don't really care about each other. But there is now this new dynamic because they just this week brought in another stew to replace crazy Italian Lara, who quit. We need to talk about that. We, yeah, we will talk about that, but they're bringing back Bugsy, a.k.a. Christine, who was also on season two, and the Lord is testing Hannah because <laughs> that is, like, the last person she wants to see Where? How boat. do you feel about Hannah? Are you team Hannah, like, in general? I, I love Hannah a lot. Okay. I think Hannah... So Hannah's leaving after this season. She announced she's pregnant. She's going to be done. Oh, that's so funny. I just watched. She said, I'm, I'm going to do this until I'm knocked up. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely think it's time for Hannah to be done because I think she's kind of over it. But I love Hannah's. I just, she's just somebody that I feel like I would be really good friends with. And I think she's so... I'm always team Hannah, basically. Okay. And I think... I like her. I definitely wouldn't be friends with her, I don't think. But I like her for her position. She's like, she's kind of bitchy, which I don't have a problem with. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because Hannah's the kind of person where she tends to have issues with her stews a lot. They don't tend to get along super well. But a lot of the time, it's because the stews under her aren't that good at their jobs. Like, mm-hmm. we had a couple seasons ago, there was Casey, who was lying on her resume. And then last season, there was June, who literally couldn't do anything. Someone but just lied it's... on their resume on Below Deck I watched. And I was like, how do you do that? You can't lie about something like this. You have to know what you're doing. But it's so funny because Bugsy is one of the few stews that has been on with Hannah, where the reason they really didn't get along was because... Bugsy is actually really good at her job and she kind of rightfully called Hannah out, I think. So it's, it's, I think it's a really smart decision from the producers to bring back Mm -hmm. somebody who is getting on Hannah's nerves, not because she can't do her job, but because she kind of maybe does her job better than her. Right. Okay. So see what you, see what we just discussed there, the problem with these cheap stews, which I've noticed from Adrian already season one, Kate that I'm just starting to see. And now Hannah they want their cake and eat it too because they don't like people who can't do their job, yet they're not fond of people who can do it as well. So what's the line here? Because listen, this is a very, 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 it looks easy and like compared to some other jobs, like I guess it could be, but this is a stressful job. It is. I mean, yeah, they're working on a yacht, but it's, it's like they're in charge of these people and their job is what these people are paying for in a nutshell. Like that, that's what they have to right. do. And so you they have to make sure everything goes smoothly and there's lots of little details and things can fall through the cracks. So I get it, but it's it's also there's all everyone's from different places. So there's the way that you talk to people and all the uh-huh. stews and the deckhands and everything are come from different backgrounds and the and so even Lara Lana they don't even know her name who left today (laughs) is from like a different she's from Italy so the way she talks is different and it's like just a language barrier I feel between a lot of them and like you see it watching you're like oh my god this is gonna go over well well and yeah I think it's Below Deck is always interesting because you have to work together to get all of the jobs on this boat done. There's so many different things to do. And I think that's what makes it so entertaining each season because there's always a different group dynamic and whatever. But we, I also want to talk about Pete who 
along with the Vanderpump Rules crew that got fired a few weeks ago, he was also exposed for some racist posts uh, on social media. Specifically, one thing he posted on his Instagram story was, it was he reposted a meme that was just like so, so graphically gross and racist. But really? so oh Bravo announced that he, he obviously is not going to be on future seasons, but for this current season, it's already filmed. They're going to be reduce it, editing the season to reduce his role and see now it makes sense because i know who he is i saw that we posted that a few weeks ago or yeah. whatever and now i'm like oh, i know who pete is so that but makes it's sense. so it's it's i mean it's not funny but when that happened we had already seen the first three episodes of the season and not only is he posting problematic things on social media but he's also just an asshole in asshole. real life on the show <laughs> He's a little, so, um... Because he, he's the one that's... He's calling Malia sweetheart, like, 45 times a day. He's, yeah. you know, talking about hooking up with girls constantly. And so it's funny because when that news came out about his behavior on social media, it was kind of like, of course he's the one. But it's interesting because this past week's episode was supposed to be the first one where they were editing to reduce his role. And they still showed him talking about how he had a baby and then he got sick after he had the baby. And so I understand if they have to keep him involved in the drama, because obviously we want to see the drama that happened this season, but Mm -hmm. why are we still seeing his like personal sob story? So I hope, I hope they edit more as it goes. I know that it's a time crunch, whatever, but I don't need to see him talking about his personal life off the boat well i was turned off by him even on the first episode i watched when he referred to himself as the unit which is the unit we all we all know uh comes from jersey shore the unit but also i was like don't refer to yourself as that bro like that's so weird like that's so weird and then i loved the only issue it's harder it's easier said than done, but when Malia went straight to Captain Sandy about, you can tell him calling her sweetheart was like getting to her and you kind of don't know what to do in that position. I think she should have said that to him first being like, Hey, listen, as a respect thing, like don't call me that. But she went like straight to Sandy. And then it was, I, I don't know. Maybe he truly didn't realize that it was him saying it, but he like, made it seem like he truly had no he's like well who was calling her sweetheart who was calling it and i was like and she even turned around malia and was like you don't know who was saying he and then all the boys too were like you call her sweetheart like multiple times and so maybe he didn't realize i don't know you gotta give everyone the benefit of the doubt rob (laughs) and alex who are the other deckhands they were both like it's you yeah. like that meeting was not about us i was like come on um, pete you you did <laughs> yeah so i'll be i'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the season the the preseason trailer for this season was so explosive looked so good so i'm very excited i think it'll be really interesting to actually see how hannah and bugsy get along yeah, or not for sure. because they really, they really left us with a cliffhanger of walking onto the boat and then it's like, bum, bum, bum. Yeah.
I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. So the only other thing I have to say about this is like, I, cause I just have to get this thought out because I've seen like maybe one episode in the past. I'm, that is not an exaggeration. And right. I was so turned off because I was like, I don't get it. This, these yacht adventures almost look boring <laughs> to me. And I'm like, I need to know, is it, what they actually paid for or is this just part of the show because whenever you see the the guests they're just like lounging there's never any music playing there's never like it's always so i think it is just my perspective because it is more about like what goes on below deck with the staff right so i'm like let me and we're not like focused on their vacation so i'm like okay i will like and also i am i started with season one of below deck so like that was also years ago which things have like come changed and whatever so then watching below deck med though i'm like holy shit this is like a little higher end than below deck well they've now i've read in interviews with the producers about when they first were filming it, they just had a few cameras on the boat, Uh you know, we're just kind of filming to see what happened. And then it's kind of evolved where like, now they have so many cameras everywhere on the boat. They're really getting every moment of what's happening. And so the storylines have escalated and it's, it's just more, I think it's more, it's better produced now into a show Mm -hmm. that's really something highly entertaining and it's it's now other than real housewives of atlanta it's the highest rated show on bravo that's great below Below deck med the last two weeks has set new series highs for their rating like they're and it's so it's getting better yeah so what question for you what yes what um job would you want on the yacht Oh God. I mean, I don't think I would be good at any of these jobs really, (laughs) (laughs) but I would probably want to be a stew. I don't see myself, you know, pulling ropes and (laughs) inflating slides. I don't know. I would automatically be, um, chief stew. I just know it. Like I've done it. I it's in my blood. Like I am good at that stuff. Like I've been, I've done that. Okay. I won't do chief stew because that's like very egotistical, but like I will, I would want that for you. I would want to be a stew and then like instantly like move on up because it's funny to see, Oh, we didn't talk about Lara. Shoot. We don't have time. We have to talk about million dollar listing. Um, it's okay. Lara's Lara's crazy. crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, great. Moving on. That's so okay. funny. So much like Barry is learning about Pillow Death Med, I am learning about Million Dollar Listing LA. To be honest, I was sort of dreading watching the first two episodes and then I put it on and within 10 minutes I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. So I've been watching Million Dollar Listing LA and New York for as long as I can remember. And it's just like so good. I enjoy LA because I learn a lot about, I look at it as like educational shows and I am learning about it because I don't know much. I don't know, not much. I don't know anything about LA real estate. And I learned about all the different cities and the houses and like even just selling there because it's different. New York is obviously yes. an apartment. So it's very different laid out. Um, Million Dollar LA we have Tracy, who's actually the newest on the show. She's been on a few seasons and she's with um, Douglas Elliman. And then um, David and uh, James, James are with the agency who we know is, they work with Mariso, who's been on the show before. And then we have uh, Josh Altman and Josh Flagg who have joined forces this season. Not fully they're just selling one house together <laughs> but it's a big <laughs> ass house it's it's a big so it's crazy because just like any other show they have rivals and josh flag and josh altman are the rivals on this show they're all rivals let's be real but they make them out to be you know enemies so this season was such a nice thing to see them coming together and they're right. selling this home oh my god in la jolla and it is called the Razor House. And it is apparently like inspo from the Iron Man movie. And it is yes. like the, um, in all these seasons I've seen, and there's one on each. This is the craziest house I've ever seen. But this is a work of art. It's not like a house that you would live in. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> first of all, okay. So some first impressions, Josh and Josh have a very fun dynamic together. Mm-hmm. I obviously don't have all the backstory of them being rivals, but it's fun to mm-hmm. see them working well, because together. everyone wants to be the top seller. In right, their, right, right. Wherever. Right. So it's not like these people hate each other. They're just competitive. Right. Mostly. Correct. Okay. I, I really thought that David and James were a couple. No. And I had to, I, I was fully stalking them on Instagram because I didn't want to, I was going to text you and be like, are David and James together? And then I was like, no, I can just figure it out myself. And it actually took me a minute because they mostly just post about real estate, but I was able to find out that they both have wives. Um, so I'm really proud of myself for, you know, doing that sleuthing work because, Mm -hmm. um, I could have really looked stupid. Um, but so Tracy, we see, is selling, she's listing her house in Brentwood because her divorce got finalized. And this house is exquisite. Well, first off, back to the Razor house, because I'm very proud of this moment for me when they were doing going over it. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Has to, that has to be minimum 30 million. And I'm not kidding. I nearly jumped off the couch when they said the listing price was 30 million. And I was like, oh my God, should I go into real estate? Because like, I know. So they actually then listed, I think for 24 million. So I was like, okay, fine. I can go with that. But then as you're saying, they go to Tracy's house, which is phenomenal. And you know, it's one of those custom this, custom that. Every light fixture's flown in from Europe. Everything, everything, everything. It's kind of like, it reminds me of Kyle Richards' house where it's kind of an old classic look, but everything is exquisite and like- Tastefully done, done. yes, Yes. beautifully. 
when she said she was listed, they bought it for 13 million 11 years ago. I was like, okay, normal. When she said they were listing it for 24 million, I thought her two assistants as well as myself were also going to fall off the couch because I was like, hold on, hold on. Not only is that to me an insane number in general, but in the same episode, they're listing this Razor house for 24 million. They are not on the same spectrum. But well, here is the fun thing about the show is that it does a lot of things have to do with each other, where it is, how big, the surrounding, right. blah, 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 blah. Well, I the Razor house know. is in San Diego, which I think is a little lower property value. Right. I mean, I don't right. know. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on California real estate, but. But <laughs> whatever, 24 million in general. I'm like, gee, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, lot of money. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm glad they got this season done before coronavirus stuff started because I don't know what the real estate market and these listings and parties and open houses, it's going to look so different after. And so eventually I'm sure we'll see it on TV, but it's nice to have this as kind of a reminder of, oh yeah, when we could just go to a house. (laughs) I know, but it's funny because every listing, they always come up with these marketing, um, Right. Events. Because depending on the house, they have to have a big like party or whatever, whatever the bot, the seller wants to do. And well, not whatever the seller wants, but if they prefer a party, you can do it. Every time I watch these parties, I'm like, God, I want to go to one of these so bad. Like there's free food, free drinks, entertainment. You get to see a multi-million dollar house. Like, am I buying it? No. But do I like a good drink? Yes. And I can meet some people. And I'm always like, these look so fun and also like educational, but Again, because of the Rona, I don't think that's going to happen. I won't be able to crash like a house party (laughs) to buy a million dollar (laughs) listing. But I also do another thing I really like about these shows. It's exciting when they get excited about a house because that's when you know the house is like, is like amazing because all they do is sell houses. So when they are excited about a house, it's like, whoa. Like every single person that walked into that Razor house was like, oh, this is sick. Right. Like, and a lot of them go because they need to see it. When else are they going to see it? But that brings me in to our next segment. No, I'm kidding. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with honey love. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tracy and James get into it in this episode. David, sorry, Tracy and David. And it's interesting what these people fight about as opposed to housewives. They are fighting over a listing And the listing is a $1 million house in Pasadena. And it's funny because either you want to be the one that sell it or like who the hell wants to sell a million dollar house? Like I sell like $30 million houses. I don't want to sell a million dollar house. And I'm like, this, this drama is what I live for. (laughs) It's so funny. And basically Tracy. So David is saying that Tracy talked shit about her or about him. And Tracy's like, I didn't talk shit. I literally just said facts that you don't sell houses under 10 million and you don't want to come to Pasadena. That's not talking shit. That's just saying true information. Right. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm sure we'll see this dynamic kind of continue to develop over the season. But um, these first two episodes, I will say I was very pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it. Great. And you know, obviously what I am dying for this season is when my man frederick makes an appearance yes. frederick eckland is from million dollar listing new york and he moved to la he's still working in both but he is who i wouldn't want to mess with in the real estate world <laughs> i am plugging his book in here the cell oh it's God. called it is the best book i've ever re- read in my life and he is a very motivating human being and i he Oh, I just love him so much, but he'll be on the season this season and I'm, I'm yes. pumped to see him. Okay. Real quick before we go um, from these two shows, who is your number one Bravo lab right now? Okay. So my number one Bravo lab right now has to be captain Sandy because I watched the entire season this today and she's badass knows what she's doing yes. and is driving and parking this boat on the inside. It's crazy. <laughs> she, um, like, it's hard. <laughs> okay, um, because we're switching shows, I will pick a number one Bravo Lab from Million Dollar Listing LA. And I'm going to go with Tracy. I have not watched her on the show before, but I'm loving her energy. Yeah, And loving her house. And yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow Bravo by Batches on Instagram, and join our Facebook group. Thanks for listening.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.